episode eight of Money Equals M Squared, brought to you by Lagus, Lucas, and Torello Wealth Management. My name is Mike Torello, and I'm here with my co-host, Mike Lucas, as we take you through today's episode, Our Process. As a reminder, follow us on Instagram at Team LLT, or on our website at lltwm.com to constantly get updates from our team, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube by searching Money Equals M Squared. So today we're going to talk about our process, what it looks like, how our team works together. And before we get started though, Mike, let's take a look at what we talked about last episode. We had Kevin Flynn from Lincoln Financial Group in talking about social security and how you can manage social security. What'd you think about Kevin's thoughts and what he brought to us? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was a very hot topic, you know, especially now in the world that we have today. A um, couple takeaways that I have is Social Security right now, um, it, it's a very large asset for people when they retire. You know, it's, it's probably one of the biggest assets they have besides their 401k or their house. Um, in addition to that, I would say planning is, is one of the most important things that they need to do for uh, Social Security because obviously you, know, you can take it as early as possible, but is that the best fit for you? Yeah, I mean, Kevin brought up a lot of points about how much money you'll give up each month, you know, if you take it too early. Um, as well as how impactful the total dollar amounts you can be that you take out of the system. Those were the things that kind of caught my eye as people need to plan. And you know, when we're going through our process today and we've talked about the benefits of a financial plan before, it's important to plan and really understand how important Social Security is. Because like you said, it's probably the largest retirement asset that someone's gonna have because it's gonna give you that check that you, there's no way that you can outlive. Absolutely, and that's one of the things that people want more and more nowadays is that check that they're gonna outlive. You know, but um, in, in addition to that, you know, I think it's you know, not a bad thing to take it early. It's just you wanna know the repercussions if you do take it early. Um, but you know, if you can, the more you delay it, you know, the, the more benefit you'll have long-term. Right, yeah, like you said, it's, it's what works in the plan, right? If you need the money today, take it today. But the longer you wait, the larger your checks will be. That's why it's important to know how much that plan is and how it's gonna work. So again, that was just our recap on episode seven, you know, with Kevin Flynn from Lincoln Financial Group talking about how to plan for social security. So today, like I said before, we're gonna get started with what our process is and how it's gonna work. Mike, why don't you t give a little bit of an outline, some of the things we're gonna go over and how it works. Absolutely, so, you know, first, you know, as part of the process that we go through, we need to have a discovery phase. That's the first step. The next step is investing in a strategy and have some type of goal development. Then we're gonna to put together the actual financial plan aspect of it. We're gonna go through a, a planning checklist. Then there's gonna be the ongoing management of, of that. And then lastly, we'll talk about is our team, our strategy. I think that's one thing that you'll find unique in this industry is we have a pretty good team. Yeah, I think, I think when we're going through those six points, it's really, important to realize that that's unique to us and how we work with our clients, right? Everyone's process is gonna be similar and cover some of those topics, but the way that we do it is unique to us. You know, you mentioned our team and stuff like that. I think that's really important when someone's working with us. So why don't we get started with that first point? Let's talk a little bit about what is discovery? What are we doing when we go through that process? Sure, so yeah, obviously when you sit down with someone for the first time, um, you're getting to know them. You're discovering some of the goals that they have long-term, some of the experiences they've had in the past. And I think that's probably one of the most important things that we go through is getting to know the client. And I think importantly in this industry, 
you have to know what the client is, is gonna have or what, the, what, what sort of some of their goals and what they need for the, for the long term. So we spend about 30 to 45 minutes. A lot of times this may be pre-appointment. It might be over a phone call. It might be an exchange of a couple different emails to get a little bit more information about it. But every client is unique in that circumstance. So we spend a lot of time digging deeper into their history to figure out how we can better help them and their families moving forward. So you mentioned learning a little bit about their experiences and their goals. What are some of those things that we're looking for during the discovery process that we want the client to bring to us so that we can kind of facilitate that those questions as opposed to really just trying to pry deep and, and try to find it out. Yeah, you know what, we work with a lot of like-minded people. We get introduced to a lot of people that have come from the same background. You know, so that is a little bit easier for us to get started. But we do a lot of work with, you know, education, people in, you know, in public schools. So we understand the ins and outs of that plan. But it's important that we get a little bit of this information prior so we can, you know, when we sit down with them in person to have a better idea what to dig deeper into first. So we need things like, you know, current statements or if there's a pension, how many years you've been involved in the pension. Um, you know, even from, you know, from last episode with Social Security, if you, can, if you can get an updated Social Security statement. Those are all things that we will find out in the discovery stage. Because the first time we, we, we see someone in person, we want to have something tangible to be able to show the value that we can provide. Yeah, so you know, similar to when we were talking with Trish about you know when you meet with an accountant for the first time, it's the same type of thing. We want to see anything that has a dollar amount on it. We're looking for those investment statements, like you said, social security statements. We're looking at for bank accounts, tax returns, anything that can help paint the analytical side of the picture that's what we want you to bring to the table for us. Now, once you've brought everything, we've been able to take a look at the numbers and what you have, what are some of the questions that we're gonna ask people to really learn about them during that process? You know, a lot of it is some of their own perception of where they stand. You know, they, they might say, hey, listen, you know, I, I feel really good about this. Or, you know, hey, I feel really behind on our planning. You know, so we wanna get an idea of where they perceive themselves to be and that will help us, you know, with either congratulating them or, you know, patting them on the back. Let's say we get a little bit of work to do, you know, so, so that'll kind of help us in that coaching side of it to, to help our clients get them to where they need to be to get to that retirement goal. Awesome. And then obviously the other part is learning where they want to go, right? You know, how do they feel about what they have? And then the last piece of that is where do you want to go? You know, when do you want to retire? And for some people it's, I don't know, or I'm never going to retire. But if, if we're working on retirement, it's kind of trying to figure out, that time frame and things like that. If we're helping someone with a different goal, like college or something like that, it's how old are your kids? When are they going to college? And and what are, like you said, what are your feelings towards what that is? Which kind of brings us into our next topic that we wanted to talk about, which was when we're taking someone through their investment strategy and their goal development. So um, taking them into the uh, the goal development, it's really looking at those goals that someone has for the future and how can we develop them. And whatever those goals are, the way I like to tell clients, it's anything that we can help you fund, we can help you talk about. Whether it's something as simple as, you know, paying down debt or saving for a house and doing, you know, just some simple calculations to help them plan, or something more detailed with retirement planning or sending a child to college, it's just developing those goals, figuring out those feelings and going from there. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it too, you know, if you, you ask someone who's in their mid-30s, you know, when they want to retire, that's going to change between now and when they retire probably but it's important for them to have some type of goal to look forward to 
you know, if, obviously you try to save as much as you can in a 401k, but ultimately what we can help them do is figure out how much saving on a monthly basis will help them get to that goal and how much it will grow to and how much income it will provide to help supplement some of those things like a pension or social security. Right, the biggest thing for anyone that has a long-term goal, it's getting the goal started, right? And then we're gonna slowly narrow that focus down as we get closer to it because we don't know how much money they're gonna live on in retirement because they don't know. It's too far in the future. You said, you know, someone in their mid-30s, they really don't know what retirement looks like, but they probably don't want their standard of living to go down, right? They assume they're gonna retire maybe in their 60s because that's what the world tells us is your standard retirement age, but that's gonna change as they get closer. So it's getting started, talking through these goals and really developing them from there. Absolutely, you know, for, for everyone it's, it's different. You know, it's important for us, like you said before, the longer it is, the harder it is to get started with it, but the sooner you get started with starting to plan and putting aside some money, the easier road it will be to get there. Yeah, so, and, and with the, you know, developing those goals and developing that plan comes into the type of strategy we're putting with our investments. So when we're talking about an investment strategy with someone, what we're trying to do is we're trying to take them through how much risk are they comfortable taking and what investments make the most sense to help them accomplish their goal. What we say to everyone is we're not trying to just get them the best returns. We're trying to get them what makes the most sense with their plan and what their goal is. Yeah, I mean, if we think about it, you know, with some of those goals, you know, long-term or short-term, what we try to get accomplished is try to get the maximum output of return by taking the least amount of risk scalable to that client. You know, some, some clients like to take on a little bit more risk they're, they're potentially gonna get a little higher rate of return because they're taking on more risk. And vice versa, the clients who really don't wanna take on any risk, you wanna to try to maximize that return, but we wanna make sure that the investment risk falls into that lower category. Yeah, and the, and the biggest thing there is that it's, it's a step process, right? The investment strategy that we're gonna choose for each client follows the discovery process and developing those goals so we actually know about the client and what we're gonna do with them. Yeah, and, it, and it's not an end-all be-all, and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the process, and, and it's something that can change during the process. You can go through an experience where you, probably not where you've made too much money in account, but when the account's fluctuated and gone down in value, you might change you know, some of your risk tolerance at that point in time, and that will get into one of our, our goals a little bit later on. Perfect, so that takes us through our first two points. Let's take a break here. Let's head into our community spotlight and when we come back, we'll go through the last four things we like to take everyone through and, and wrap up for the day. Sounds good. Welcome to this week's community spotlight, the portion of our show where we take a look at the small businesses that help to make our community great. This week, we're focusing in on the Fantarella Dental Group. The Fantarella Dental Group is located at 127 Washington Avenue in North Haven, Connecticut, as well as 329 Main Street in Wallingford, Connecticut. Fantarella Dental Group is a highly rated dentist office for all ages with locations in North Haven and Wallingford. In our practice of general, implant, and laser dentistry, we utilize technology to minimize treatment for the best patient experience and dental outcomes. Dr. Fantarella is a worldwide leader in dental hard and soft tissue lasers. Go to our website to see how the Solia Dental Laser can change your next dental experience at FantarellaDentalGroup.com. Let's get started um, continuing on with our process. So before the break, we talked about you know, going through discovery, our goal development, and our investment strategy. So that leads us into how we're going to help somebody create a financial plan 
the checklist and stuff to go through to create that plan and stuff like that. So Mike, why don't you talk a little bit about when we're, what are we creating with the plan? What are we trying to accomplish with that? Yeah, I mean, basically what the plan is doing is getting a lot of the topics that we've talked about on paper, you know, and giving you a target to, to shoot for. So the, that plan is a strategy, you know, what we're look at on an ongoing basis. It's something that we can look back on in a couple of years to see where we fall along that plan. But a financial plan is something that you're going to have in writing and that we can then fall back on that will help us get to that goal. Yeah, and you know, one of the terms that the software we use mentions a lot is roadmap. And I think that's the perfect way to describe a plan. It's a roadmap of where we're going. And we're able to be as general or as specific with each individual goal and create a plan so that way you know what direction you're going into, how much money you have to save, and what the end game looks like. Because I think that's the most important thing that a lot of people, you know, kind of overlook is we're not just creating the plan to say, hey, save this money. We're creating the plan to say, this is how much money you can spend in the future. This is how much you can take out. And that's how you're going to accomplish your goal. Yeah, I mean, just like the strategy and some of the investment tools that we're using on a regular basis, we have to overlook them. It's very important to, to look, overlook, and continue to look through that plan on a regular basis because things change, you know, I mean, we, we had Kevin in here last week to talk about social security. Social security's changed, you know, over time. And I'm sure it will change moving forward over time. So it's important to update our plan and that type of strategy too. You know, if we're planning for someone who's in their 30s or 40s and they wanted to retire in their early 60s, you know, who knows? As we get closer and closer, it's important to update it and make those changes in part of the plan. So when we're updating the plan, when we're going through, you know, our checklist with planning, what are some of those big things that's going to kind of trigger, we have to redo the plan or we have to make big changes to the plan because life changed? I mean, you start from day one, you get your first job, you start saving in a 401k, you put together a retirement plan um, or, or planning in general, you get married. Okay, that's a big change. You have kids, big change. You change jobs, big change. Um, you, you know, if you want to go back to school and get, you know, more higher education, you know, that's a big change. You should sit down with us and talk about it more then. So those are the main things earlier on in your, in your, in your working years. But as you get closer and closer, you know, retirement's going to be an important thing. When, when you're putting aside money for college, that's important. And it's important, I would say, you know, I, I think I call it the, just from a sports background, I call it retirement red zone. Like when you get in that five to 10 years away from retirement, I think it's even more important to monitor it and look over it on a yearly basis to make sure there aren't any drastic changes that you need to make in the plan. Yeah, you mentioned that retirement red zone. I think that's where we really dive into like a whole new set of planning where we're gonna zero down and make sure the plan's right. You know, one of the things we talk about with people that are, you know, within five years of retirement is to start testing their retirement, right? If we've planned for them to live on, say, 70% of their income, how about we try to live on 70% of our income, not live on 100, right? Because, yeah, there's going to be some money you're not going to put away. You're not going to put money into your 401k and things like that when you retire, but you need to learn how to live on less money if that's going to be your plan. Because if you can't, we have to adjust the plan. It's better to do it while you're working than after you've started taking distributions. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to retire and go back to work and do that, but it's also tough to live on 70% of what you're currently making, but it's a strategy that you probably wanna to try to implement while you're working and when it's easier to make those changes. Absolutely. And then, you know, we, you mentioned some of those big life events. That's something that we're sharing with our clients right from the beginning. We're telling them these are the life events that when these happen, give us a call. 
You know, if you buy a house, if you're going to buy a house, if you're having a baby, if you're changing jobs, if you're getting married, let us know because those affect the plan and we can front load that and make the changes. We can have the conversation and be that advisor that you need for those major life events from the financial side, sure. right? You're gonna help us from and provide the information that you guys want from the emotional side and the, what you wanna do with everything. And we'll just help solidify those thoughts of can you afford it, can you not afford it, how does it affect your plans? Because that's really where we can help people is just be able to give those advice before they make those decisions or adjust the plans after they've made them. Yeah, I mean, just another one. If, if you obviously if you get inheritance, any any you know large chunk of, chunk of money that's above and beyond where you're where you have right now in your savings or checking, that's where you can come in to help play for long term goals as well. Perfect. So the one of the next things we wanted to talk about is how do we monitor the plans? Okay. So I'll get started with this for for a minute. Biggest thing we try to do is when we're working with someone when they have a detailed plan is we're trying to do minor updates every single year. You mentioned looking for someone in their 30s, we're probably not gonna change that financial plan every year, but we're probably gonna do those minor updates. So what are some of those updates that we wanna make sure that we're getting from clients on an annual basis to make sure their plan is not going off the rails completely? Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, you wanna, you wanna look at the plan on an ongoing basis. Let's say we have one year where the market's up dramatically, you know, 20 or 30%, and that's happened in the past. But traditionally, after a couple really good years, what happens with the market traditionally? It might take a nosedive. So one of the things that we do as planners is we'll then rebalance that account. So that money that you've made in those more aggressive accounts or the moderate accounts, we'll take some of those gains and redistribute it back into the more conservative accounts. So when that market does turn, you're then locking in some of those gains in some of the more conservative accounts. And when the market goes down, those conservative accounts traditionally won't go down as far as the more aggressive ones. So, right, you, you mentioned it before, one of the big things with our investment strategy is we're trying to maximize growth while minimizing volatility for the amount of risk that you wanna take on. So it's important to be able to ongoingly update that each year. So like you said, if we have a big year and a gain or a big year as far as a loss, we can make changes so that way we can be in the best position going forward to limit the amount of risk and limit the amount of volatility that the client wants to take. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, let's say your portfolio is, you, you want it to be 70-30, 70, 70 equity and 30 bonds. Let's say bonds have a bad year and equities have a really good year. That can easily be 85-15. Yeah, you know, and that's obviously a much higher risk class than you initially wanted to set up. And you're gonna to wanna to rebalance that back to the proper allocation. Perfect. So other than just changing out the investments, you know, based on volatility and things like that, some of the stuff we want to make sure we're doing is updating all that initial information that we got from the discovery process on an annual basis. So those are things like your annual salary, right? If you get a raise or a bonus, that's stuff we want to know about so we can update the plan. Your uh, workplace retirement plans, your 401ks, 403bs, etc. Those are things that you can link into our portal that we have for our clients so we can see the balances on an ongoing basis so we can update the balances in the plan with how much you're contributing how much your matches and we can see those balances so we're able to get the plan working for you and having the most up-to-date numbers yeah like I think advice works is a great way to, to input that information so we can see it on an ongoing basis and that's an easier way to start the conversation too you know in an annual review you could say hey Mike did you take a look at my advice works my 401k you know, should we make any type of changes or adjustments in there, whether it's increasing, decreasing risk or adding more money to that account. So I think it's important for us to 
be connected with our clients and I think advice work gives us a great tool to be able to see that on an ongoing basis. Yeah, because I think uh, an important thing you just said there, it doesn't matter if it's an account that we're handling at Satera, right? It's not, it doesn't matter if it's an account we're handling the investments for somewhere else. If you have the account and you're working with us and it's part of the plan, we need to take a look at it, we need to give you advice on it, and we need to help you plan for it because everything works into that financial plan that we're trying to help you solve. Absolutely. So wrapping things up, I just wanted to, let's take a look, let's kind of talk about some of the tools. We've mentioned them of what they do, but we haven't really talked about their names or how we use them and stuff like that and how they affect everything, um, as well as talking a little bit about our team and why it's important. So. Why don't you get started? Tell us a little about our team approach and, and why people want to work with us as a team as opposed to just working with an individual advisor. Yeah, so l I'll first start with some of the tools. So Riskalyze is a tool that we use. And obviously in that discovery phase, Riskalyze is a, is a tool that we rely on. If it's someone that we don't know or haven't spent some time with, you know, we really don't know if, what type of risk tolerance they fall wrong, along, we can send them a risk questionnaire through Riskalyze. And it pretty much gives us a score scaled from zero to 100, zero being the most conservative, 100 being the most aggressive, on where they fall along those lines. And sometimes clients, you know, they enjoy it so much, they wanna do it on an ongoing basis to see if they're still continuing to fall along that risk class. So that just gives us a guideline of where to start that risk score, that risk classification. And then it's always obviously a couple questions after that to just nail down the exact risk from it. Yeah, and I think one of the important things, one of the things that comes up a lot with Riskalyze is that gives us their risk score based on the questions that they answered. The next thing is what's the risk score of their investments or their portfolio that they already have? <laughs> and a lot of times they don't line up. So, so the first question we're gonna ask there is, which one's right, right? And we're, and we're soliciting that feedback from the client because they might say like, you know, I answered the questions a little more conservatively than I felt at the time of this. or. I didn't realize that portfolio was that conservative or that aggressive. And that allows us right away to help make an impact to the client just from that first initial questionnaire that we're gonna take them through. Yeah, a lot of times they might have just done the risk survey based on an event that happened and the market was down or the market might have been up that day. So it does stray back and forth, Mike, and usually a lot of times it's in between where that falls and where their actual investments are. Absolutely. So the, the next tool while we're going through our tools is Money Guide Pro. Um, Money Guide Pro, that's our planning software that we use, and that's linked into our AdviceWorks portal. So AdviceWorks, we've mentioned AdviceWorks on a few episodes before, but AdviceWorks is our client portal that we have, that we enroll our clients in, that's where they can get their e-statements for e-delivery, that's where they can get their tax forms, that's also where Money Guide Pro lives, and that's where the financial plans live. So that's where we're gonna go through the roadmap, answer some of those questions, be able to develop their goals and really develop those financial plans. Yep, and I even expand on that. You can put important documents like wills, trusts, there are folders inside there that you can tuck in bed in your normal everyday planning, not, not even financial planning, just real life planning, you can tuck in there. Yeah, inside our document vault, there's two sides of it. There's a sharing side where clients are able to share anything that we ask for with us which is the secure way to share documents. Your email's not secure, so you wanna make sure that you're sharing it there instead of emailing it back and forth to us. Um, but also, you can have your private side, where if you just wanna store documents that you don't wanna share with us, you're able to share this, keep them there, so you have your electronic copy, it's online-based, so that way it's secured and it's there for you. So uh, getting into one of the last tools that we used on a regular basis is the BlackRock 360 Evaluator. 
Um, you know, BlackRock has really good uh, technology to help us analyze current funds and future funds for our clients. So some of the things that are on there, it has historical data. So if you want to compare multiple uh, sleeves or ETFs or mutual funds, we can implement them here in this BlackRock 360. And it looks at things like historical performance. It also has a correlation between what it's doing uh, versus the S&P 500. So you can compare how it's doing when the S&P 500 goes up, how it's doing when the S&P 500 goes down. It also looks at other type of things, like how much will it fluctuate in the, over the course of a year historically. One of the things I think that sets this BlackRock software apart is it allows for ongoing future looking risk too and their Aladdin platform. So it allows you to see what potentially this fund can fluctuate up or down moving forward. And it gives us a little better understanding of some of these funds. You know, and a lot of times we might make, recommend making a change inside here. We always do a black lock 360 to look at, you know, does it make sense to make this change? And a lot of times it does based on some of the technologies on there. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing is we're mentioning these tools. We don't expect a client to come to us and say, you know, hey, can you run a, a 360 evaluator for me? Or what's this look like in Money Guide? But as we use these terms with our clientele, as we ask them for things, we want them to know the process because we're gonna go through the discovery part and Riskalyze is gonna be a part of that. When we go through the planning process, Money Guide Pro is gonna fit in there. And when we're making those ongoing monitoring and the changes and things like that, a lot of that information is coming from the BlackRock 360 evaluator. So it's important for us to share, like we're using these tools, it's not just us thinking on our feet and making it up on ourselves. Yeah, absolutely, I think there's, it, it just solidifies you know, some of the process that we wanna take and, and the reason why we make some of the changes. So now that we've talked a little bit about the tools, let's talk a little bit about who we have on our team to help us you know, with, with that process. So a lot of our clients are very familiar with me, myself, Mike Lucas, uh, Mike, Mike Torello, and then John Lagas. But behind the scenes, you know, we rely a lot on some of our support staff you know, that are very important to us. Um, and they're, they're all special in their separate ways. So Mike, why don't you spend a couple minutes on each one of those guys? Yeah, so you know, we have the three, three people behind the scenes. A lot of people you know, spend time on the phone with Chelsea Spencer. Chelsea's, more of our, Chelsea's our practice operations coordinator. That's her title. Um, she basically runs the show. Her job is to answer the phones, talk to clients. She helps them out with you know, problems and questions that they have and helps clients get onto our schedule when we're not there because we're out seeing people and we're meeting with them on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, additionally, we have Gennaro Nardelli. Gennaro works as our internal analyst. Gennaro's running a lot of the numbers behind the scenes. He's doing a lot of the anal analytics on our plans and stuff like that. And then we have Robert Lagas. Uh, Rob is, John's son, he's, he's new to the business, he's learning but from Mike, myself, from John, you know, to learn everything that he has to do, and he's kind of pitching in with everything. Rob's helping us run plans, he's helping with analytics, and he's spending a lot of time on the phone with clients as well to help us develop some of the data that we need. Absolutely, I think that, you know, that kind of sums up the support staff, and there's a lot of behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see, but there, there is a lot that goes into that process. Yeah, and you know, I think, that gives everyone you know, a real good idea of what our process is like. Like I said at the beginning, we're unique in the fact that we have you know, a six-person team that all six of us are here to help you. Um, our goal is to help you pursue financial freedom, right? That's what our mission is, to be able to work with someone and accomplish these goals with the plan. So like we talked about today, we're gonna take you through that discovery, some of that goal development and, and investment strategy, work on a plan, monitor it, and we're all gonna work together as a team. Yep. So, that wraps up episode eight of Money Equals M Squared. Um, make sure to follow us 
on Instagram at Team LLT and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube to get our weekly updates as we send out each episode. Thanks. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Satera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, or attorney for details related to your specific risks, goals, and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management operates under Satera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management. You should always obtain a prospectus when available prior to investing to know your risk, costs, and fees associated with the investment. The advice and strategies presented today are general in nature and should not be used in your planning until you consult with your attorney and CPA on your specific situation. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Asset allocation is an investment strategy that will not guarantee a profit or protect you from loss. Satera Investors is a marketing name of Satera Investment Services, securities and insurance offered through Satera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC, advisory services offered through Satera Investment Advisors, LLC. Satera is under separate ownership from any other named entity, 127 Washington Avenue, second floor west, North Haven, Connecticut, 06473, phone number 203-239-4545. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fees based on assets or registered representatives who offer brokerage services and receive transaction-based compensation or both an investment advisor representative or registered representative who can offer both types of services.